this is one of those trading episodes. This is one of them. We talk about trading the whole time. I lose money. Do Ogden Auto Towing. We do some trading. This one's all about trading. Thanks so much for listening. This is a red alert. The iron is hot. Do I like trading? Am I into trading? Oh, I love trading. All kinds of trading. Trading options, buy options. The iron is freaking hot. It is Thursday, June 30th. We're cooking some, we're cooking up a batch of coffee. And we're loading up our trading software. We're gonna nail this thing. Let's get some coffee. Cause the freaking computer's taking too long. This is amazing. We're gonna nail this. We're drinking Wide Awake Coffee Company. We're buying puts right here. It is 12.23 p.m. market time. Let's get some freaking puts right now. 378 puts. What's our account? Let's see. Let's get 377 that expire tomorrow. No, let's get some better ones than that. Expire tomorrow. 374. 374. Buy to open. 136. Buy to open. Place it. Bang, we got it. What's going on here? I don't think I've ever lost money so quickly. We bought those for $137 and we're down $25 in a matter of what, two minutes? I don't think so, man. I don't, dude, I don't think so. Should probably get another set or something, I don't know. But it doesn't work like that. So this thing's about to drop big time. It was trying to shake some people. Oh, look at that. We're down $35 that quick. I don't think so, dude. Not on my watch. We're about to drop, man. That's crazy. Down 40 bucks in like, what? Three minutes. Three minutes. Nah. I don't think so. It does not work like that. Like, what fantasy land are these people in right now? With it's going to go up, what, thir- how, how much has it gone up in a matter of four minutes? I don't think so. I just don't think so. It's stupid. Who would believe this? How ridiculous. What a scam. The market's not going up. They are trying to shake people out of these winning positions in a very dishonest way. Trying to scare people out. It's not gonna work. Not me. I'm get scared. It's 12:28 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 38.10. It's out down only eight points. Today's low was 37.38. That's right, about um, 80 points below where it was today. And somehow it's magically climbed 80 points straight up. And it's continuing to climb straight up. I don't. I don't think so. The second that I buy puts, it, it goes, it, they jam it up even higher, and I, I'm down 40, 40 bucks in, a, in like a time span of just a few minutes. I think if there's any sign that shows weakness, that's exactly what you'd like capitalize on. I wish I had more money to double down. That's unacceptable. That shit's shady as hell. In shady situations like these, I like to bide my time and wait. I shall bide my time. Oh, oh, nice, we're down 44. We're down 46 bucks in less than 10 minutes. I don't think so, man. 
it does I just it's the way too it's way too shady it's like really is that how it works is that it doesn't dude it just flat out doesn't wow they're trying so hard to make this thing go green how terrible how sad well it's a freaking losing position that's how it goes sometimes you lose money that fast apparently and I don't think I've ever really experienced losing money that quickly before to be honest in years of trading but hey the first time for everything I guess it's green now I guess it's up what yeah 80 90 points from the low today just straight up is anyone need any proof that it's a scam or what how ridiculous just how ridiculous, man. I can honestly say, I can tell you pretty much with mostly a surety, I, haven't, I don't have any proof of it, but I've never gotten to a position like that, that has an extra day, it's not same day expiry. I've never gotten to a position like that. Or it's kind of within the money, within a reasonable distance of the strike price of being in the money. And having it go lose 50, like 50, 50% essentially in like, what, 10 minutes? No. That's a red flag. We were down like 50 something point, 50 bucks at one point. Now we're down 40. Even then though, like usually 30 is my threshold of like get in or get out, stay in, stay out. But the fact that it was so fast it's like whoa what are you guys doing like what are you guys up to it's nuts it's it's dishonest dude like that shit's dishonest and squeeze everybody out of these puts positions get them all scared and then they'll have it go the direction it's supposed to go get everyone roped in with calls get them like I've never made money so fast before in my life. This isn't, this is crazy. This is incredible. All right, I'm gonna do Ogden Auto Towing. I can do Ogden Auto Towing and trading. We've never bought calls where we made this much money before in such a short amount of time. I don't, I don't believe we've ever bought calls with this kind of money before that we're going to hold this position till the end of the day. We don't buy calls and then just sell them and abandon them. Junk calls and abandon them. For, we don't buy Walmart calls. We don't do Walmart calls and then abandon them for puts. Let's see, I don't believe we abandon calls. Dude, I could do Ogden auto towing all day. In, with any any scenario, any situation, would you like to talk about trading in Ogden? We don't talk about trading here in Ogden, Utah. You see, we our ways are are not your worldly ways. Now we're down thirty bucks. We're down thirty one. So we're down fifty dollars in ten minutes, and now we're down thirty dollars and still more than ten minutes, but. It's, it's crazy. I was waiting until the iron was hot, and the iron was hot, and I was like, it's a red alert, guys, and it got even freaking hotter. It's a good thing you didn't listen to this podcast. It's a good thing you weren't able to hear this podcast. It 
live up in Ogden, Utah, like we do. You don't buy Walmart calls and then abandon them for puts. We're down 30, yep. So 30 is usually my threshold. Under norm, down 27. Under norm, ooh, down 22. <laughs> what? That fast? Yeah, we're down 27 now. I've never had it fluctuate so fast before, and that is suspect. I've never seen it, like, go straight up either in a Walmart parking lot. I've never seen him do that. I've never, I ain't seen, it's been a long time since I seen Walmart called in a Walmart par parking lot. Come here, Ma, I gotta talk. I ain't talking to you about no Walmart parking lot. When it comes to being down money, I ain't never seen no puts go lose value so quickly the second after I, me bottom. <clears throat> me bottom. Well, I kind of think like, you know, maybe just kind of the way that they talk. There's something on my phone and I don't know what it is. If it's chocolate or what? Is that chocolate? Oh, that's chocolate, all right. We were eating Charleston Chews. We were eating Charleston Chews and towing cars to different, to various parking lots, junk cars and bin them in various parking lots. I want you all to see what we can do when we're trading live. Well, I can lose a lot of money. I got 374 puts that expire tomorrow. July 1st. I was like, what the heck? What's up with all these weird expiry days? Two weeks in a row. And it's like, oh yeah, 4th of July. 4th of July, I think they do half a day, right? Or do they take the whole day off? Which other? It's Christmas Eve's half a day. Half a day. Christmas Eve. And then, um, I guess it's, um, I have to look now. Which other day is it? No, Christmas Eve isn't half, is it New Year's? It's New Year's. Or am I? It's Christmas Eve and the 4th of July, isn't it? Well, shit. This is the special Ogden Auto Towing meets day trading meets Walmart parking lot special. We're still down $27 from our original position only 20 minutes ago. We got in it 20 minutes ago. We told, we, we got ourselves some spy options, some spy puts. And we bought those puts with the intention to not abandon them in a parking lot. Well, shit, we're still down like 32, 32 bucks. As I stated earlier, 30 is usually my threshold to like, all right, let's take the loss. Let's get out. $30, typically. It's kind of funny because when I buy options, I'll go, how much are these going for? Let's just say 175 for the sake of argument. Let's just do, um, let's do something that's easy. How much are these going for? 130 Let's wait 15 minutes and buy them for 100 Let's just wait a few minutes and buy them for 100 what do you say? Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma.
Hema, Hema, what do you say we, uh, hey Ma, what do you say we buy some of these Walmart parking lot puts, get the spy puts, nigga, Walmart parking lot, what do you say? Let's get some of these spy puts here. Looky here, looky here at these spy puts, let's get some of these spy puts, abandoned parking lot over, you know, over yonder. No, but the truth is, is I never lost money that fast before. That's a world record for me. That's a new record for me. To lose 50 bucks, like 50% of value in a, in a space of like four minutes, 10 minutes. Like, oh, whoa, what's going on here? That's when I know I caught a bigger fish. That's when I'm fishing down there at the Ogden River, I'm always fishing at the Ogden River. Catfish, them channel cats, we don't, we don't eat trout. We want some bottom feeders. We don't like cutthroat trout, no. Rainbow trout, brown trout, brook trout, tiger trout. We don't do that. We want some catfish over here in these canals on the Ogden River. We don't, some people are going to turn the podcast off when I get a little too carried away with Ogden Auto Towing and that I got a little too carried away. <clears throat> I've never seen it drop so fast before, lose money so fast. That means for those of you at home listening at home who are like desperate for some trading advice and you're like, your naive little ears are listening to this podcast right now. You know, like, how does he know which direction it's going to go? How is he so smart with market talk? He was talking about the market drop and the market drops today and then buy it back, wait till the iron's hot. He waited out the whole morning to get back in and he lost $50 that fast. How does he freaking know what he's doing? And then he turned it off because I keep talking about Ogden auto towing. It doesn't make sense. Catfish is a bottom feeder. It's a eats the bottom on the on the floor of the lake on the floor of them canals we're still down like 39 bucks in this position curious i wonder i wonder where the day ends there's about three three hours left in trading regular trading hours and if i had to hazard a guess i would say that it drops pretty significantly there's only one reason why it would go straight down and then buy back up for hours and then drop a little bit and then keep trying to buy back for hours. It's because they don't have money to pay puts, so they had to buy them all out, scare everybody out. They're waiting until one o'clock. They're waiting until, they're waiting until about two hours from right now. Not one o'clock, three o'clock. They're waiting until the last hour. You see, that's what we do when we buy these type of positions. We don't tow junk cars or Walmart parking lot. We don't do that. To the police station, son, you must be out your mind if you think we're going to tow a car to a police station and leave it there so you can pick it up safely in a, in a safe spot. We don't do that either. Well, according on your website, there's a giant fire truck and then there's a giant tow truck. It looks like, I don't know, was a fireman there to receive that fire truck? It wasn't a liability for you to just leave that somewhere else? (sighs) 
Hey everyone, it's 12.48 p.m. market time. We're in a losing position. We got in this morning at, uh, we thought the iron was hot, but it ended up getting hotter, and now we're just kind of sitting ducks. The problem is, is we have to wait now. About The problem is we gotta wait about two hours before this iron gets hot again, and they gotta rip off everybody. That way they can buy all them puts from this morning that they ripped off. They can buy them out in the last hour. From there, they're gonna make it drop, make that ads drop, see? And if I would have been a little bit smarter, I could have capitalized on this myself and waited until another two hours, because now they're just gonna drag it out, burn premium to the side, and then, you know. So I'm out like 30 bucks right now until the last two hours, I'm gonna get out, wait till tomorrow, and do it that way. But we should see a pretty significant drop, drop in the next couple hours here, two, next two hours, I reckon. Yeah, so just for the record, we got some July 1st 374 puts for the cost was 137, and now they're going for 111. However, for a minute there, they got all the way to 83. Yeah, we were down like a lot, like 50 something bucks. Uh, if we would have just waited another five minutes and got in, geez Louise. Just one of the craziest craziest moves I've seen in a while to have it move that fast and in the wrong direction and that's pretty it's it's evidently clear what they're up to here and they're trying to rip everybody off and it ain't gonna work here with Ogden we do things a little bit different here at Ogden we gonna run things a little different in our town our town's not big enough for the both of us oh yeah this thing's gonna tank all right so our strategy here is we're gonna get out we're probably gonna get out in the next hour and a half. They might drop it now and then buy it all back for the last two hours. Um, hang on. I think it's a pretty good bet. Then in two hours, they'll drop it. But they might drop it now, buy it back, and then two hours drop it again. It's really hard to guess. But we're still down 34 bucks that fast. But there's no way, like all the rest of the instruments here are trading at 1%, 2%. I mean, eBay itself is down again, of course. eBay is down 2%, surprise. Did you know that two weeks ago that Goldman put eBay as a sell? No longer a hold or anything, like straight up sell? <clears throat> Smart. Smart uh, brokerage. Smart investors. Every experienced investor knows eBay is not a good investment. When it comes to eBay, when it comes to e-commerce and different names, you have places like Amazon, uh, but eBay is definitely not. <laughs> That's not where you want to keep your money if you're trying to invest long-term, because eBay is not going to be around for much longer. You see, eBay is a dishonest corporation, and a lot of traders, myself included, experienced or not, they know that well, a lot of people listen to Warren Buffett. I don't, but a lot of people do. And he's a vulture who just kind of flies around and says, repeats stuff that's platitudes and whatnot. He says to fundamentally look at companies and invest in those good ones. So if you're taking Warren Buffett's advice, if you're taking my advice, either way, an experienced investor knows platitudes are not. eBay's not a safe investment. It's not a good place to put your money. I mean, it's down like almost 2% today. It 
had a high today at 42.42. It's at 48.188, so let's get serious. This thing's gonna drop. It's 12.55 p.m. market time. Thanks for joining the Bling Bear podcast. We're doing a fun episode about trading. I woke up today and I was like, holy shit, look at these markets going hot. This freaking got a strike when the iron's hot. Oh, this market's working that back. Don't know how to act. Slow motion for Slow motion. We've been having some fun on this third segment. So we're going to try and drag this third segment out as long as we can taking breaks and stuff uh it's 12:58 p.m market time the s p 500 right now is at 3807 down 11 points today's open was 3785.99 with a high today of 3818.99 today's low was 3738.67 you'll notice that today's low was 70 points below where it is right now that's suspect to me that's suspect to me it should not have bounced this fast, this hard on Supreme Court decisions, Supreme Court news, Supreme, Supreme Court rumors. And it's my theory that you have a lot of trading, a lot of firms that have manipulated the market in such a way that they're buying it all back, um, trying to, it's, it's a lot of unexpected stuff. I, I mentioned yes, in, in yesterday's podcast episode about trading that was tucked in the middle there if you were patient enough to make it all the way through that episode yesterday you might have got some good trading advice and in that trading advice that i gave subliminally and hidden is geopolitical situations geopolitical conflicts geopolitical influence on the market unpredictable unexpected things i was talking about people elbowing people off the stage um, being exhausted and feeling old and tired and wrecked and falling off of bikes. Hey, I can relate because I feel pretty worn out and old myself. As far as being uh, intelligently capable of managing a, comp- a country, let alone a, co- a company, but yeah, if I felt intelligent enough to manage a country after being completely worn out and tired and exhausted, and not really making any sense on camera sometimes with cards that say, greet people, take your seat. <clears throat> now, I have a couple things to say about that. those cards, if I may, while we're just kind of still on here, talking about the market, talking about stuff, um, geopolitics, geopolitical issues, and the market, how it affects the market. So a president of the United States has advisors and has like, speech writers and stuff like that. I know. I've written speeches and stuff. Maybe not for the president, but I know. I'm a creative writer at times. Let's go turn the fans off because I have something important to say here. So some people, I think Russell Brand criticized uh, this particular presidential administration for the president reading note cards that say like, take your seat and you know, greet everyone in the room. And I, I don't know if I'd be that critical because when it comes to like whoever wrote those messages or whoever wrote that uh, agenda they they might be like they might be kind of new and and they might have specifics from their superiors that you have to write step by step everything and as like a president of the United States they might be so busy sometimes with other stuff 
it's like, what are we doing now? What dinner are we at? What are we doing? What fundraiser? What, like, they probably don't even know sometimes. The same way a, a band will go touring the country and say, you know, what's up Cleveland? And they'll be in Des Moines, Iowa. It, it happens. Like, people get exhausted. And so you need, sometimes you need speech writers and just people, assistants, aides to, here's, here's your card, sir. This is what's going to happen. You know, good luck. Um, advanced age, you sometimes get a little bit more forgetful. Not advanced age, you sometimes don't get a little bit more forgetful. It's just, you know, it's, it's just something you might prefer. It might be preference of write step by step everything that I'm supposed to encounter at this thing. If it says, walk into the room, greet people, shake people's hands, be friendly to everyone, then that's what it says. So I don't know if I can go that far as far as like like Russell Brand does criticizing um, those note cards. However, however, you you can't elbow people off the stage, and so you're part of that party that's doing that. <laughs> Children off the stage, excuse me, at correction. And if you do have those notes, you should probably not flash them to the media um, because they'll dissect it and jump to conclusions like they're doing now saying like, oh, you don't have the capacity to remember stuff and it's written on notes. And that might not even be remotely true. It might just be the, the speech writer and the assistant doing step-by-step -step instructions like they were told and like they have been doing for every other president or whatever. Hold on a minute. We interrupt this regular scheduled, we interrupt this day trading podcast with Ogden Autotone, we bring you the finest of children's screams bleeding through into the microphones. We want to ruin every single podcast because these kids can't stop, can't stop crying. Every single day it's screaming and crying. It's gotten better though. That was a pretty short little episode. Usually they'll start crying and then they'll start taking it up and not just start screaming and stuff. But not this time. So that being said about geopolitics and uh, speech writers and such, man, we're down still. S&P 500's 104 p.m., 38.13, down five points. Today's high was five points away, 38.18. And I mean, they're just gonna stall just they jammed it up. They're gonna stall it out, make it go sideways for a couple hours, make everyone's uh, premium burn. But it's it's a risky move to do, I think, for a lot of the firms behind it, a lot of the companies behind it, and the trading companies and such. It's a risky move because they're putting their own money on the line to jam this thing up in order to rip people off. And if people sell too much to where they can't jam it up any higher and it starts to fall on its own, you know, organically, regardless of how much money they can drop into it, um, which is a lot of money, I imagine, to artificially prop it up and uh, to buy a basket of uh, S&P 500 companies all at once, I mean, millions of dollars all at once to jam it up and uh, take money from retail traders who get scared or even um, institutional traders who get scared and don't have the capital to support those kind of, or absorb those kind of losses. You have quite a conundrum.
because then you have companies that are caught trying to jam it up who get caught with the organic selling of stuff so then they have to ditch that whole idea and, and then sell everything that they just bought to jam it up since it's already selling organically and they're trying to prop it up artificially they get caught they have to participate with the organic selling in which case now they have to sell everything off as well you know what happens that we get a drop twice as fast sure our position might have lost fifty dollars in, in the span of a few short minutes but when it starts to drop it, it's even faster we'll gain fifty dollars even faster and it'll compound on, it, on itself this is not good when the market starts behaving in such a way and you have uh, firms and hedge funds that got caught it's not good you have wild fluctuations and wild swings which catch other retail traders in the mix which discourage other retail traders from holding or they just get caught man you got caught i think what you're going to see today uh, june 30th 2022 i think what you're going to see today besides what you've already seen this nonsense and wild fluctuations these wild swings you're going to see a lot of drops here and you're going to see a lot of people lose money here all right, it is 1.13 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 is at 37.93, down 25 points. Down 7 tenths of a percent. Our puts that we got a while ago, at uh, about an hour ago, just over, just under an hour ago, we bought some puts for 374. They were down 50 freaking dollars, about 50%. We lost 50% 50, 50 of value. We've never seen it do that, so we just decided to hold because we knew we were in the right spot due to that fluctuation to scare us out. Designed to scare us out, ended up keeping us in. Right now, we're up two bucks. Yeah, we're up now. We're making money. We're up $3. We bought them for 137. They had a low of 83. And then now the last trade was at 139. Uh, yeah, and 140. So we're gonna be making money here shortly. I think uh, we'll probably have a good 30 minutes here and we'll get out. And we'll, yeah, we'll do it that way. 143, we're up $6. If we would've just waited 10 minutes though, we'd be up like $56. That sucks. That sucks, but that's trading and that's how it goes. Um, yeah, we're down $1 now. It's really fluctuating a lot. And that's good if you have puts, that's good, that's a good thing. But I mentioned in previous episodes about trading, if it doesn't happen fast, then it's not gonna happen. And right now it's happening pretty fast, so it does look like it is in fact going to happen. They needed to rug pull in both directions. Uh, fooled everyone this morning into thinking that it was just by the dip, going back up, only to have a rug pull and it's going back down to have another grind of buy the dip it's going back up it's going to be quite a day here and that's why i'm going off of a time frame versus instead of having a target instead of having like a number or a threshold i'm just going to go off of a time frame i'm going to give it about 30 minutes here from here uh 1 p.m market time from here i'm going to give it about 30 minutes and then i'm going to get out probably 
I could give it more time, sure. I guess we'll just wait and see what where it's at in 30 minutes, but I, I'm pretty confident I'll have it in 30 minutes. We'll be, we should be all right. It's weird seeing my positions go green. It's been so long. It seems like I've been losing so much and losing every single time I get in. Today, when I got in and in, within 10 minutes, it's down like 40 bucks. I was like, dude, you're kidding me. Like I just got in minutes ago. It, it's nuts. It's not so to see it green is rare for me. I the past few weeks, the past few months, man, since April, I can't get it back. I can't get it right until I just stopped and was like, okay, we're gonna do this. Sell the microscope, get some money, fund your account, and do it this way. Cause I stopped trying to do the predictive like this the next day is gonna drop, the next day is going up, next day like I'm doing more predictive analysis on a micro micro scale to where I'm looking at the day only and the day's behavior. And so that's why when it sank today, if I would've held onto those 377 puts last night, I could've sold them this morning, a lot of money, but I didn't, because I don't like holding overnight. I'm too scared. And you know that you have to deal with that. You have to deal with those losses or those that potential gain and just live with it. So I saw what had happened. I was like, they're probably gonna buy it up. I didn't want to buy calls, because I didn't want to use a day trade. I mentioned in yesterday's episode, um, I, I only have three day trades with this specific broker. And with my other broker, I can do cash and do it differently, but I don't have the cash just yet. And so I wanted to make some money on this one using day trades and then transfer it over to my other account. So instead of buying calls and using up my last day trade, I just waited until the iron was hot. At least until I thought when the iron was hot and I'm like down to 50 bucks, but We've been up seven, we've been down, up and down. Right now we're down 10, it looks like. Yeah, down $11, $12. It, it's not going up here. Uh, it, it, the behavior of it says to me it's going down. They're trying to make it look like it's going up and they're trying to scare people out of their position. I don't think it's gonna work. In fact, I'm gonna tweet it out right now. So thanks for joining us. I just tweeted out, time to get wrecked. <laughs> I did. I took a little break to you know, tweet it out. Just so if you're following along in the podcast, you can go on Twitter, bling charts, look at that. Oh, wow, look at that. Right, right, at the, right at the right time, the appropriate time, you tweeted it out for us. And we're listening to the podcast. It's immersive experience. It's immersive experience. It's hot up here today, though. It's really hot. I don't have the air on because we're doing the podcast. This is kind of a longer episode too. Because when it comes to trading, when it comes to trading live, these are the episodes that get the most listeners. I have to cater to my, I have to find out who my audience is and cater to my audience. Even if that means stalling and buying time, extra time, because we got to put these puts in the Walmart parking lot. We got Walmart calls, the employees will call the police. Yeah, so what I think is going to happen here, it's 1.24 p.m. market time. I think they're going to let it drop and then buy it back for like an hour and then let it drop again. I think that's going to get the most people to fold. It's going to gather the most profits, the most money uh, by scaring people. So we're planning on that. We're, we're going to plan on that. It's going to drop here and then get bought back up and then drop again. We're going to go back, back here. 
we're down 30. We were up, oh, no, take it back, we're down 25. What ended up happening with these kids, if I can just on a little tangent, like there were too many. And this is the truth. This is my honest opinion of the truth. There were too many. And so they're just playing outside this whole time and like running wild and crying and screaming and yelling and like bullying other kids and screaming at other people. And it was like, all of a sudden it's like, hey, that's like not socially normal. That's not socially acceptable. Like you have to teach your kids how to like behave. And so you can hear them now. They start to get wound up and they start to cry and then just slowly go. It's like, wow, okay. I guess we learned how to take care of our kids. We're down. Looks like we're down $30 on this position. We were up $7 just a few minutes ago. I don't know what's going on. It's just, yeah, they're burning premium, getting people to cut, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And again, I think it's very important to rem remember that this is, like, artificial um, uh, demand. It, that they're artificially propping it up. They're artificially buying stuff to get out of their calls, to, to get out of their positions, their long positions. They're doing this to throw people off. They're doing it so that people will get scared, so that the, the options contracts that they wrote for people who bought calls or for people that bought puts, that they get scared, they sell their puts, and then uh, the person that sold the contracts is not liable for the exercising of those contracts. You have to, it's a, it's a, it's a highbrow podcast about trading. We talk about stuff that's, you know, might be hard to understand sometimes. Well, I guess we're not going to sell our positions in about 30 minutes because it's not going our way. I guess we'll just hold it till the end of the day if we have to. It kind of is discouraging when that shit happens, but oh well. If we would have just waited 10 minutes on that, it, we would have been able to make like 60 bucks. It sucks, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard to do. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're trying to just, it's a psychological thing and they're trying to scare people, yeah. But that's a lot to deal with psychologically. If you're a retail trader using your own money, like being down 50% that fast in a position in a matter of minutes, how do you, how do you navigate that? How do you handle that? Here we go everyone I mean trading in the summer is particularly hard because I don't think there's as much volume um, and so the bigger players I think kind of have more control of things or at least more influence um, but I think the unpredictability too is there in summertime trading that isn't there otherwise with, the, with politics being that the way that they are um, I think that's probably the biggest factor in all of this, uh, of what to look for and like how to avoid traps and getting caught. But it's not easy. Just 
being off by 10 minutes, five minutes. That's all, that's all it takes with the options trading. It, it's ridiculous. It's incredibly stressful and it's incredibly easy to lose money quickly. We had the plan of getting out, you know, about 30 minutes ago. It's like, no, I'll just stay in now because it's not going anywhere. It's just the same premium burn that we thought would happen, moving sideways, kind of up and down, but this is nuts. Because what I'm seeing here, is my own observations and opinion, is institutional buying and retail selling. And so the institutional buying can like overtake the retail selling, but only for a designated amount of time. At some point, it becomes not, it's not profitable anymore for institutional buying and for institutional manipulation. Um, they'll have to go with the flow, the path of least resistance. If, the, if they're trying to create like a dam and the, the water flow is still going this one, one way, one direction, then uh, that's the best direction it's going to go. And they can only stall it for so long. They can only manipulate it for so long before it goes the direction it's supposed to. And as I mentioned earlier, once they get caught, look like they got caught earlier too. But once they get caught, like they have to sell. It has to go the direction it's supposed to go. Being patient, looking for those signs and signals. How do you do that? Beats me. I wish I could time it perfectly too, but you just can't. It's not possible. And so it turns into a psychological game of cat and mouse and absorbing those losses and if you have what it takes. And a lot of people don't. They see those losses happen so quickly and so fast and so significant, like 40% in a matter of minutes. You lose 40% of a position in a matter of minutes. It's like, no, this isn't for me. I don't like options trading. I don't like doing this way too risky. It was way too easy to lose money. Sure. But it goes both ways. And if you get it right, if you get it right and you have discipline, you can do the opposite. It goes, make a bunch of money really quick and get out. Instead of having a, being a loss, it's a win. Anyway, we're going to keep watching the market. We'll probably be back later in a few hours toward the market close. And we'll update you on our position, our 374 puts that expire tomorrow that we bought for 137. Are these kids going to bring it home? We can, are you guys going to sign us out here? Come on, we need you guys to sp We need you. We need you kids. You feral children out in the alley. We need you. Here at Ogden Auto Towing, we need you to scream as loud as you can to make sure all our fans at home can hear you. What do you say? Can I, can I get an amen? Can I get a scream? My kids don't want to scream today. I don't, I don't blame him. I don't freaking blame him. Uh, we're down. Yeah, we're down like 45% on that position. And uh, it's not good. It's not good. But that's how it goes. That's trading. Well, we're about to sign out. We're just going to clean the uh, studio up today and get ready to get kicked out on the street here. Don't use eBay. They're stealing from the customers. Do not use eBay. And all of this in this episode is my opinion when it comes to trading and it's my own experiences. So thanks so much for listening. You guys are cool. Good luck. Take care.